sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. Hey. I'm Kat. And I just so happen to be Pat. And this just so happens to be seek treatment. And life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And this just so happens to be a podcast that just so happens to be about (laughs) ways, sex, fucking, dating, and just so happening to be in love. Um, Um, Here's a question. Did my boyfriend text you about something? Yeah, you guys are both welcome anytime. I know. It's so annoying. I I like... I actually can't even at this point talk about it. I've been taking this medicine for my PCOS that has to be refrigerated. And it's a, a family joke because every <laughs> single city I go to, I leave it there. So the really? fact that I'm just so grateful you picked it up because it's so expensive. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but I am going to come get it probably, probably maybe today or tomorrow. Probably yeah, maybe. Yeah. Definitely yeah, probably. maybe. Definitely. Yes, 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 yes. You know, I, I have to say something to you. I have to say something to you. I missed, yeah, I missed. I got a little used to living with you. I missed it. I, I know. Well, it was actually so sad when you and Angel left the last week. So I was like, I mean, more what it was giving was like, you know, in, on the real world, there's always the last person to leave the mm. house. And they kind of go in the confessional one last time. And they mm-hmm. say, like, I grew up in my time in Chicago. I grew up here. And whatever mm. comes next, um, Kara, Kyle, Carrie, Anisa, Theo, Tanya, um is what happens when you're busy making Chris we are going to have gone through something that no one else can ever understand except for the seven of us and and life is what no matter what fights you got into the walls (laughs) of this house have seen some blowouts but we are family forever honey the only place I want to see blowouts is dry bar okay (laughs) (laughs) um oh my gosh I don't feel funny but I'm like Okay, whatever. This is one fine. I'm feeling kooky, Malulu. I was having an experience. Do you ever think? I was just having an experience this morning. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be funny, like, at all." Um. Oh, you know what? Okay, so so many gay people have been t- telling me about something. I can't wait to hear what this is. <laughs> you you were though the first gay person told me about it. I'm... And then you're gonna be shocked to learn that the next time I saw a gay person, that next gay person told me about okay, it. Okay, well let's. And I was like, this is something this. gays are going gaga for. Gays are going gaga um, for. Drum roll, please. The, the energy drink Celsius. Oh my god, gays, gays are going goo goo galoo. Gaga, gays are gooing on the inside. Oh my god, melting your mouth for um this energy drink. What happened was first. It's giving me. Um, it's giving for loco vibes. Like it's gonna be like illegal soon or something. Like, what I, could it possibly be made of? Does anyone know about Celsius? The, I haven't had yeah, it. what can it? What can it be made of? It's like <laughs> vintage in the energy drinks, like space, because it looks like it's big on the can and being like it raises your body, whatever. It's like temp to like burn fat even faster, and it's like no one's really like doing that. No one's really like believing that about energy drinks anymore. So like maybe we don't even try to like lie to us about it. You know what I mean? Mm. But I don't know. Anyways, I had a Celsius this morning because I ordered it from. Uber Eats, actually. How do you they feel? You know, you really got me into Postmates. Ever since LA, I've been Postmating my Starbucks coffee to my mouth, which is humiliating. Well, I know. And, don't, if and if you're mad that I'm doing that, I am <laughs> mad too. <laughs> if I was an ounce less lazy, I've been so busy, honestly, honestly, honestly. Never forget early on living here when I or, or when I Postmated or Uber Eats 
a mm-hmm. Starbucks box I drew in my apartment was sitting on my couch yeah. um, while my sexual partner was yeah. naked in the next room and talking yeah. to you guys on the phone. And then there was the post-Saint Sylvia person that was inside my apartment, inside, <laughs> walking around. I didn't understand what was going on. The and... files were inside the computer in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the actual, but first of all, there's so much to talk about because our trip to LA was so honestly amazing. Yeah. I want a few well, things to touch on. Yeah. Stay with me. Miley's house. To, um, <laughs> to me getting absolutely rejected from the step and repeat at yeah. the Axe premiere. Three, guess what happened? First of all, yesterday, I actually feel crazy. Um, yesterday, first of all, do you see what a good run I did? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. It was my best run in a while. So the issue was, not the issue, the, the thing that happened was, I, yeah. the issue was that I was getting <laughs> dinner with a friend who lives right by Prospect Park. I said, you know what, girl, it's Sunday. It's self-care. There's some kind of eclipse going on because TikTok told me that. I'm yeah. like, gay. I'm going to train. I took the train to Prospect Park. I'm, gonna, I'm like, for vintage time's sake, I'm going to loop the Lululemon around this park. Yeah. And I was high on life because mm. I was full hermit mode activated all Saturday. Like, literally have not lifted a finger in two days. I feel incredible. I feel incredible. Incredible. I have a a question. Did you, um, did you run before meeting them for lunch? Yeah, before dinner. It was, I just went to their house. You know, it's the perfect Uh, setup where I had, I'm friends with this couple, this, oh, it's Catherine, who you were at my house with. Yeah, So they like, So I just go to their house and we like order food and I sit with the dog and like watch crappy, crappy TV. Crappy, I love that. Crappy. Um, no, I can't do that because I sweat too much and they were running dripping, 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 soaking, soaking. I was sweaty, but I, I also, well, the whole story is that I, I did a little walk. I ran three miles, which was actually easier than I thought it was going to be. And Good although stiff. I did have some Achilles pain and um, hot assistant Carly brother told me that i should roll oh. my foot with a tennis ball oh cool oh yeah yeah you can do that but is that why would i you know for me achilles i was like, <laughs> it must be like a calf thing but he was saying it's probably a foot thing well it's all connected it's all connected it could be both you're telling me my both. foot's connected to my leg you're taking crazy pills that fa- remember the famous song about like things being connected <laughs> take your arm over and hook it to your other bone no, because it's not like you put your hokey. right foot in. <laughs> hokey pokey is just about like body parts, but then there's the other song about body parts being connected. Oh, hands, that's like, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees no, and toes. No, 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 no. That's also just about body parts. Hokey pokey and hands, shoulders, knees, and toes are just about body the parts. Hands, shoulders, knees, and toes. I'm gonna separate, remix that. There's a separate. <laughs> It's a separate song, a third song that's part of that family of songs. <laughs> that's not only about just the body parts like that you are, but it's specifically about the pipe, the, the idea, the concept that these body parts <laughs> are connected. So it's like it's like your hand bones connected to your arm bone. Oh arm yeah, bones connected to your that to me that's more bone, in the baby shark family. Arm bone. No, that, that's so. It's firmly. rock. It's rock. <laughs> My songs were. Fun. My songs were folk songs. Those are rock. Your songs are rock. <laughs> no, it's it's conceptually totally in the family with hokey hokey and um head shoulders and toes. Because those knees and toes. Those two songs are just about like, hey, like these are body parts that we have. Whereas the other, the unnamed song that I'm talking about is is about it, like it takes that. It's like yeah, these are all body parts, but how about this? Let's add this idea. They are connected to each other. T- 
traditionally in a body. Sing that um, song though, because I don't I'm not as familiar. It's just like you gotta know all the bones. It's like your knee bones connected to your you know, leg bone, your leg bones connected to your you know, groin bone. Groin These bone. bones. Um, <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> um anyways. Um Okay, so then okay, so yeah, so my foot anyways, my Achilles was hurting, but I had a really vintage run in that I ran farther than one mile. I ran three actually, and I felt really good. Yeah. And then this was I this is actually crazy what happened. This is full lady in a movie. Um, so first of all, I'm walking after my run, I'm walking through the park and I run into dear friend of the pod, Chris Murphy. We're talking. I'm like, oh, that was so fun. I knew I'd run into someone. Then I'm walking and then I hear someone on their bike yell, Catherine. And I'm like, okay, a fan. (laughs) No, not a fan. Guess who it was? Oh God, I'll have to have a hand. My college boyfriend that I haven't seen in five American years, who is not, who, who. The one who asked you not to contact him? Yeah, the one who asked me not to contact him. I also have an interesting <laughs> relationship with him because I don't think he's on social or if he is, like I, I unfollowed him years ago. So it's actually vintage and that I have no idea what's going on with him. Yeah. And um, it was such a sweet, he was so nice. It was such a good really? interaction. And ready for the, the, the line, he was like, I'm getting married in three weeks. <gasps> I was like, oh my God, I'm so That's, happy for you. Yeah, that is the beginning of a movie. It was, I was like, I'm so happy for you. And um, yeah, it was honestly like really nice. It was like full closure vibes. I was like, I literally apologized for being a psycho. I was like, sorry, I was psycho and horrible to date. He's like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God. No, That's it was like... like so- that's either beginning. That's either beginning of a movie or it's like end of the second act. It was. Like it you, was like end of second act. Well, I was thinking about it because after I left him, I just felt really like peaceful. When it's like we were on and off for a long time, and it was really fucking always tumultuous. Not even tumultuous. I was just like, it was so intense, and so I just remember feeling so intense about him for so long. And then it was so beautiful that when I left him, I was like, oh, like the end of our chapter, like peace. Like it was. I'd always envisioned like. When you're in college, you're like, one day we're all going to get married and, like, we're going to find out and it's going to be dramatic. Yeah, yeah, But I, I had a sixth sense he was married. So I was like, oh, I had a sixth sense you were married. He was like, well, not yet. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, anyways, and then it was really, really nice. So he was – he's such a sweetheart. It was so beautiful. And then I was walking away and I was, like, having my movie moment. And then I was thinking also about how when I ran into Brian after our breakup, I was, like, literally going to puke after I saw him. And I was like, oh, car. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I remember that when you saw him. That's how you know. Anyways, it was so lady in a movie. It was so vintage. Shout out if um, my ex and his fiance listen to the pod. I love y'all. I hope you're. I'm happy <laughs> for y'all. And um, sorry that I have a podcast where I talk about this kind of thing. <laughs> um, no, so yeah. Oh, so then you got rejected from the seven repeat. Oh yeah. So then I got, anyways, I got rejected from the seven repeat. I have to shout out. I mean, it was so, it was so humiliating in a really beautiful way that kept me really grounded. It was, totally. I feel like, I'm talking a lot, by the way. Are you mad? No, no, I'm so fine with that. Okay, good. I, be, I feel like for me and you, like our RL, LA trips always start like it's magical. Like we were having such a good trip. Yeah. And in the last few days, like we have to get out of here. And if yeah. anything tells you you need to leave LA, it's when a girl in a green dress, <laughs> it's when a beautiful girl in a green dress tells you, oh, hold please. I don't have your name. I don't have your name. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, her. And then she asked if I was, um, she was like, asked if I was like May's significant other. I was like, no, I'm just like my own person. My, yeah. And then I was like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually my own, I'm actually my own significant other. Yeah. I'm significant to myself and to my me only. 
So then I was kind of just like standing there and then I wonder I if they up... would have let me walk it had I tried. Probably not. One would hope. I mean You're involved in the production know. after all. You wrote the damn thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to those. Anyways, those it was really types. humbling. It doesn't I think matter it was the just... girls in the green dresses. It was my fault because I like because I came with Meg, she was like sent through a special like Yeah, lo- yeah. Like a special Shoot. T- um what's the word I'm looking for? What's the vintage word for hallway? Corridor. She was yeah. sent to a special um, corridor for the famous, and I was sent to girl turn around in your Zara, get a canned wine, and attend the event like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. you have to. That's so funny. You love a story like that, though. You we, do. It really. It, stories it's like strange. that are what make it's what make the world go round. It's stories also because like I, that. If stories like that didn't happen. We wouldn't necessarily have a podcast, would we? I know. I'm. I'm like annoyed because I like, want to talk about something, but I still feel like I can't. Oh my god, I want to hear about it. Yeah, well, nothing really. What, it's what so annoying. What? <laughs> I don't know. But anyways... how about you tell me the emotion and not the actual thing? Mm. Mm. Honestly, mixed. Mm. Sorry, I'm being so I'm being so like Katana. Oh my god, the Wild season two came out. It's like. So annoying. Everyone that just like starts being catatonic, but I like don't understand why. Like I either wasn't watching or they just didn't tell us why a girl was suddenly catatonic. And a huge plot point for like <laughs> the last three episodes is like all the girls like trying to get her not to be catatonic anymore, but she just like still is. You know, I um started watching the first episode of Conversations with Friends, the other Sally Rooney show. It's so, I can't. It's so good, Pat. I, you know, you know she... I can't. I can't ever feel horny for a male blonde. But Taylor <laughs> Swift's husband or whatever, Joe Alwyn, is really horny in it. Wait, really? Well, He's such a specific I... type of person that I know so well. I kind of forget that whole book. Is it married guy and young girl? Is that the vibe? Yeah, it's. I think it's much better than. I think it's my favorite I, I, of her books. I remember liking it better than normal people, but I, I didn't actually for both of them. When I didn't read them. I didn't say, um, "Mr. Hulu, you need to be making a show of this because this oh book God, is asking so to be made by a sh- made a show by Mr. Hulu." The cast is is incredible. It's Taylor Swift's husband. Wait, boyfriend. are you being real when you say that? What do you mean? Like, is, is Taylor Swift like married? Um, she's sorry. They're they're they've been dating, and I've I've heard rumors that they're married. Are you serious? Or I've heard rumors that they're engaged. No, but you know what? Where did I hear that? Anyways, they're dating. She, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, who I bet she will marry, and I can't wait for that album. I literally <laughs> I love her so much, and I'll never change. Um, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Jemima Kirk, who's the hottest woman alive. Um, some beautiful Irish actress who looks like, you know, just giving drama school vibes. And then the amazing actress from, do you ever see that movie American Honey? No, is it good? Um, I don't remember if I liked it, but the girl in it is really good and she's in it. Um, I, I don't remember don't, her name. I haven't watched it. Even even if I don't remember what happened in What's the book. What's her name? It's hard to, it's so much easier even just to watch a movie of a book than it is to watch a Hulu limited series of a book. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I was wrapped. My attention was literally wrapped. Mine's Spotify not. wrapped. Um, my attention was my Spotify wrapped 2019. I oh, just... I have to make a quick, I have to make two announcements. One, some of the songs from my Netflix special are on Spotify. Go stream. Two, we're doing a live show 
in Brooklyn literally next week. I don't think we've even announced it yet. On the 26th, yes. I'll please post, buy tickets. I'll post we'll today. Post. Wait, sorry. I'm being, I'm like having a panic attack because I'm being so not funny and not interesting. But whatever. No, I'm just like literally not stopping talking because I like been up and I had a bunch of coffee. What time did you, what time did you, well, I had a Celsius. Mm, maybe that's why you're anxious. Can you believe that two days in a row, two different gay people told me about Celsius? <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe that. My new thing is going to bed early and waking up early. No, um, that's Allison, I'm... you look so beautiful, by the way. We have to admit. Is it that is it that new boyfriend glow? <laughs> Hello. 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 Warning, Hello, I've been being so boring already. I've been being no, so it's, boring. It's, he's not. He's I've not, been being so not. boring. I haven't been thinking I haven't <laughs> been thinking about anything to say despite having a new kind of energy drink that two gay people told me about two days in a row. <laughs> and leave that in the pod. Leave it in the podcast. We have an amazing guest girl amazing today. Guest. Put your ears, ears open, open for the fabulous for Jess, Jess Henderson. Henderson. Welcome Hi. to the pod. Hi, Jess. Welcome to the pod. Funniest stand up around. How are you? How doing? are you? How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I got caught up. I was listening to Rent this morning. Oh. I got all the way up. And then I just. <laughs> I was just watching Meg the Stallion perform at whatever, whatever. Oh, I guess there was an award show last night. I don't know. There's always, never... there's always an award show that every that the most that the most random collection of my gay mutuals were like tweeting so aggressively about. I'm like <laughs> literally. So what was being... it last night? I, I don't know. I never know. But the also, award I feel show. like we're we're, <laughs> in, we're in a really special year in which there's like two of every award show because we like missed two years. Everyone's like, it's yeah. the Met Gala again. It's the Met Gala tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let's just um, skip it, I was I was watching her look fine as yeah hell. We yeah. curse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely curse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my open asshole was gaping. You're like, can we curse? Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Oh, wow, 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 wow. How is she that fine? Oh, my God. Um, wait. wait it's a... And when you say you're listening to Rent, does that mean you're listening to, like, all the songs on Rent? <laughs> all the songs on Rent, not the movie. Yeah. Respect to the movie. But I'm, like, old school. Like, yeah. I did my New York trip with, uh, in high school and oh. saw it while it was on Broadway. So I was listening to original cast. You know what's so embarrassing is that I got really, coffee. really into the movie soundtrack my freshman year of high school. And I would, I had an iPod mini that was bright blue. Okay, go off. And I would, <laughs> it had my initials engraved. It was a graduation gift. And I would nice. listen. I had no friends. So I would sit in the library study rooms and listen to the Rent movie soundtrack and be like, Will you light my candle? <laughs> okay. I also did, I mean, hello, the movie came out. So obviously we were all obsessed, but I always go back to the uh, original cast recording. I was fully singing one song, Glory, this morning. Uh, like, <laughs> How did you feel about, didn't a few years ago, they did like one of those sad TV musicals? Remember that? Did they? Oh, they, those oh, are always really it. sad when they decide to take that. Take that out. When they were doing the live, when they were doing the live block, uh, blockbuster musical type situation. Yeah, like I remember they did Hairspray. It was like really. Um, I think they did I run. saw The Little Mermaid, and I was like, the way you just played parts of the movie in a big space. You <laughs> <laughs> parts of the movie in a big space. You're doing a play. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's like wait. 
I felt ri- I felt Loki ripped off. I was like, wow, you're still using this content, making billions of dollars. Okay. No. Okay. Now, wait. Now, wait. I have actually a question. You know, I have to talk about something. Wait, wait, you wait, have some, some gorgeous sticky notes behind you, and you look like a true creative, and I need to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> we have a true creative. This is my, uh, my stand up. It's like how oh. I work out my. Oh, clothes. my God. Wait, that's so cool. That. Are you someone who might just. Yeah, and then that's my like my ancestral protection mask so that's how i like get my <laughs> oh my god okay and they're friends. amazing collab an amazing, amazing collab, collab. Yeah, amazing collab go off wait are you someone who can just sit down and do you like write a joke you might just sit down and write a joke no absolutely not which is why it's like on post-its i have adhd mm. so and i truly shout out to kindle pain i actually stole this from her because i was like okay an earth sign grounded yeah. okay that's how she organizes all her jokes. So this is the way that I can like ver- word vomit. And then instead of forget, like I'll, I'll see it every day. And then I like, oh, that's it so smart. Me. I need to. These aren't even full that jokes. Is- They're like. So when do you, when do you write down the stickies is my question. Um, Honestly, like all, like all throughout the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> all, You're kind of inspiring me because I need, because um, I need some say with me new jokes. <laughs> I need new yeah. jokes so bad. <laughs> all throughout the day, like. <laughs> And sometimes they're not even funny. Like I, at the bottom, what did I write? I wrote something about, I, I was reading uh, a study. Well, now it's a joke, but I read a study about mushrooms having a language. And so I just wrote that, Yeah. wrote that down. And now I make jokes about oh, it. That's... Or um, I was, uh, I was thinking about how, <laughs> so weird, but I was thinking about how trees normally in a forest can communicate <laughs> Um, cause, I'm cause listening. their roots are all connected. And so I've been thinking a lot about how the trees in New York can't do that because they're in cement boxes. Oh and then I wonder why there's so much pollen. Cause they're screaming cause out. Cause they're like overexerting. <laughs> don't they're know like, where hey, hey, my name, get these my name is therapy. George. They're screaming to one another. By they're all named exactly. George for no reason. Yeah, so I've just been thinking about that, and that's those ideas just float around until I think of like a funny way to connect. That's smart because Wait, I feel like I'll really keep smart. like notes in my phone app, but then I never look at it, and then I'm like already on my phone. Yeah, I never look at it again. I yeah, know. I think I'm not the bitch, and I'm not the bitch with the notebook either. Yeah, I'm, like um, moleskin notebook. Yeah, like, I just have. Yeah, I'm not that. Either. Sometimes I'm that bitch, but in a really misguided way. Sometimes I'm ho- sometimes <laughs> I'm holding a book in a really misguided way. Wait, you know, I watched. Um, there's this new. Did you hear about a few years ago? There was a story about a doctor in Ohio who was mm-hmm. a fertility doctor, and he kept artificially inseminating. I was you started watch watching it last night. Okay, so Pat, he artificially Wait. inseminated. Oh, I just saw commercial. I just saw a commercial for this donors. And it's so basically he ended yeah. up having like what like a hundred kids. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, I kept yeah. I was yeah. watching it the other night with my brother and I kept laughing alone to myself because every time they'd be like, and it was the DNA was a hundred percent. And I was like, a hundred percent that bitch, Lizzo. <laughs> and, <I was> like, <laughs> and my my brother was like, stop making the same joke over and over again. I was like, and the DNA results showed they were a hundred percent that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> oh, jokes start, I feel for me. You never know. Jokes start as like a compulsion of something that I wanted to say in public, <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah. But I did because I knew it wasn't appropriate. And then I don't <laughs> and know. Yeah. Jokes start for me, and that's a problem I'm having because none of them. You always are, say that. You always say that, but then you, whenever you get on stage, you do have new stuff. I don't. I have since literally since pandemic, I have literally 
three new things. One of them I hate. I have two. One of them I hate. No, you don't. You have more than two. One of them I hate and it doesn't count anymore because I'm not doing it. The other one isn't even like, doesn't have anything that's a punchline about it. But it it works. But it works. I'm going to try your method. Sometimes, yeah. Why? I've seen, we've been on multiple shows. Yeah. have been like, it's not gonna be good and then you I know no, but that's because Jess look at me no that look at me that's because when I'm saying it's not gonna be good that's when I'm like still in a place of like maybe I'll try something new maybe I won't just do this Uh like whatever 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 and Uh then and that's where that's actually when I'm in my it's not gonna be good place and then I usually just kind of like abandon everything and just do the tried and true do the tried and true and it's like of course it'll go you know what I mean it's like of course these same I feel like I have jokes that I've done. Okay. And also I just went and saw Jess Tom and Jess Tom, like their top joke. They have been telling that same joke for 10 years. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I, I sometimes I get such solace in seeing other performers like doing that. And like, I respect yeah. like it is. And it's truly, if you were like, okay, here I go. But you know, as comedians, <laughs> it is the audience and that's what we play. Yeah. And it, even though it's the same joke at, it is different for every audience mm-hmm. and that's really the like artistry of stand-up totally so yeah i think that your stuff is still relevant it's not like the way we beat ourselves I up know. and there are men who cannot be named who <laughs> say the same shit over and over again it's not even funny i know, I know. it's it, not even funny it is interesting because it's like i do think once you get so bored of a joke in a way that i am of truly every joke i have like you do start <laughs> just to keep yourself like alive for lack of a better word you like just start adding to it or like finding new things that are funny about it to you because like you have to to keep yourself engaged and, yeah. um, i did literally i did literally the exact same show for five american years <laughs> yeah that's fine wait it's but just, jess I'm, i want to hear about your journey to stand up so we always ask on this pod who were you who are who you, are you who and who do you want to be? be okay wow let's dive so, in so who was i um well, I was a military, was, I am a military kid. So we moved around a lot and I was always in spaces where I had to make new friends. And my most like formative years, we moved to Florida and uh, wow. my, my brother and I thought it was going to be like palm trees and beach <laughs> and nice people. But we moved to Panama City, Florida, which is like lower Alabama, Georgia. And it was really, really racist and, mm-hmm. and that was like my first time I actually understood that people just hated me because I was black and humor, not as I was doing it. Cause I'm like not a therapist, but now that I've been in therapy, humor was a way that I could like preserve myself and disarm people. Like a, a lot of people that were scared of me or thought I was going to be a certain type of way. Uh, so I've always been really funny. And then I did, of course, I was a theater kid go of off. Rent. Yeah. Circle back to the rent trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, I just was was would always play like even if the character wasn't supposed to be funny, I would make them really funny. <laughs> like I played the mom in Bat Boy, and she was the <gasps> clown. Wait, yeah. I love Bat Boy so much. Bat Boy is one of my favorite musicals. <laughs> oh my I god, don't yes, know I need to see you in Bat Boy. Oh, so you? Can, oh my god! You, so you it's, sang your face off? That role yeah, is crazy. Bat Boy is camp, and it's everything you need. We need a revival. Uh, I am. Um, yeah, and it's so theater. good. I I was not a theater kid. And I don't, and I just never could be for some reason. But I the well, way you're talking about in it, a lot of ways we are the worst. What do you say? Well, I just like 
well, I didn't feel like I would have been allowed to be funny or something in a in a play, or you know what I mean. Or I didn't think yeah. of, I didn't think about it that way. Where I was like, oh, you can just like be funnier. Yeah, I I mean, I definitely I definitely was not directed that way. Like, <laughs> I, um, I used to get in trouble uh, for doing that, like really going out of my way to be too funny. Uh, and then I yeah. I moved to, like every kid with a dream. I moved to New York. How and- old? How old are we talking? Uh, 19, I went wow. to, uh, or like just like the summer right after I graduated high school. Wow. The absolute baby infant. Yeah, yeah. literally. I moved here in 2008, 2000, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, I was going to acting school and I really felt like I was going to be a serious actress. Let me ask you um, do you sing? Are you a singer as well? Yeah, I, I can sing, but I'm not. I'm not going to be dumb enough to like go to a Broadway musical open call. Like, <laughs> but would, I'm like, if you're singing Bat Boy, you definitely sing. That rolls in. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I like to be <laughs> to be honest. I'm like, if I ever make it on a Broadway musical, it will be because I have a name and they need a name yes, for the show, absolutely. and then we'll hire a, a voice coach to be as good as everyone else like yeah yeah that's my exact that's my exact plan i'm like just keep going do that i can carry a tune yeah like i can definitely carry a tune and i i can sing um but uh so i i moved here and i was doing the whole acting thing and i wrote my i uh, ended up doing a uh a web series like we all did Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and the web series i was really funny and I would start, I would start going out for stuff, and people would automatically assume that I had gone to UCB or had been yeah. a part of it. And I was like, "What is this all about?" So I started yeah. doing improv, oh, and then the I got to the point where I was like, "I love improv, but I am sick of considering like twelve other people's feelings about what." Yeah, I, <laughs> I know it is so freeing when you finally start doing improv, and you're like, "Oh, because like improv it can be so fun, but you do have to like." There's something this culture so around it where it's like. Forget about being funny, okay? That's pick it off the table. We're trying to be good friends to each other on stage. And like, wait, that's not like that doesn't sound yeah. fun or cool. Which I'm, I'm for, but it's like, uh, bro, I'm not going to continue to do shows at midnight for four no. people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I want a, I want a wow. career, and I don't want to feel bad for wanting a career. Totally, <laughs> Jeff, totally. you really just took me to a place like the sense memory you just evoked of being in the um, what's the basement of that bar on like uh, Triple Crown. Yes, basement of Triple Crown. Oh my god! For yeah. quite literally six or seven people, yeah. with twelve on stage, of course. Yeah, <laughs> with twelve on stage, wow. and three of the twelve are in a fight. And one of the 12 is being creepy and weird to all the girls on the team. Like, I can't. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I and me like, being like, <laughs> me being like, why am I gaining weight? Because I have three IPAs every day. <laughs> exactly. I would love for someone to give me a printout that said, like, the amount of hours, like, or minutes, <laughs> seconds I spent in Triple Crown in the year 2013, we'll say. Because it would be a dark oh, number. It would be very, very high. You know, I'm, I remember. And I being, loved it. I loved, I, it, I loved too. it, But I was like, I want to start. I was super scared and I also was like kind of on a spiritual journey and I knew because mm. I was scared it was something I needed to do by <gasps> myself. Oh. And I st- so I just started doing stand up and How do you make I that re- leap because that's a crazy leap? Like, yeah. It feels insane, doesn't it? Because people would ask me at co- like at, yeah. at our shows like do you do stand up? Mm. And then eventually I started being like, yeah, I I will. I can. I want to try it. And I would I started doing uh like other people's shows 
or I would do stand up and then also do imp- I would improvise with my team, which I'm still on to this day. I was like, guys, I'm quitting improv. I'm MMB. I love them. Oh my gosh. Like, Wait, improv- what's your team? Uh, what? What's your team? It's my mama's biscuits. Oh it's my, my God. Team. Oh I'm my God. never, I'm Thank never going to leave them. Of course. <laughs> improv. I don't want, I, you know, I, I don't want to let the team down. I don't want to do shows. And they're like, okay, fine. You don't do shows, but like, you're still on this team. Like you're going to get that. Um, they're like, you, you don't have to yeah. read any of the emails, but we're a family for life. Oh. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's heaven. We are at a place where now it'd be fun. To, yeah. Like, well, do we it did, again. we did a throwback show and it was so much fun. And also all of us are standups individually now. So Amazing. everybody's doing great. So I started doing standup and then I would get better and better shows. We have and- a question about, um, what was your first, do you remember your first stand-up show? I don't remember my first stand-up show, but I remember two shows that it like locked in for me. Mm. And yeah. one I did, it was right when Open Flame was first starting. And I did a five minutes on Open Flame. And it was the first time that I wrote jokes that I that weren't social commentary and that I thought was funny. It was jokes about like my real life experiences mm. being a babysitter, which yeah. is real, like raising three white kids to become yeah. a strong black woman. That's where I wrote that joke. Oh was and I wrote it on my phone like two minutes before I was about to go up. And then um, Peter Smith was has always been so nice to me. Yeah, and they put me on, on Pig. Oh and, yeah, that show was so fun. Yeah, and then oh, I was. Yeah, that was- and that's where, that's how I met, ended up meeting uh, AD Bryant because she saw me on like Sandy's Instagram. And that's, that's how I got on trail is because wow. AD's- That's amazing. Yeah. That so those so were the cool. two things that I was like, click. I do yeah. feel like it's always, that's you, so you cool. grow up like wanting to be an actor and then you're like, I don't, there's the path isn't, the path that's there doesn't make any sense for me. So like, how right. am I going to go around it? And then you like- It doesn't make any sense. You're gonna go to Seventh Avenue and Thirtieth Street. You're gonna go to the basement. Literally, improv show for about two years. But also, people like I feel like people like us don't. When you go to school for a BFA, they act like there that doesn't exist. Yeah, they and I I would be called like, oh, you're like Viola Davis, and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I hear you, but no, I'm not. I hear what you're saying, but no, I'm not. Oh my god! Um, I remember one time I, I was in this like acting class, and the woman was going to go around and kind of literally tell us like what our stereotypes were, like what she, what mm-hmm. kind of type we'd play. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she was like, "You're just, um, you're like a girl. You're like a normal girl." I was like, "No, I'm not a normal girl." <laughs> yeah. Um, I never did an acting class, god. but I wonder if I'd like it. But we we no, got to like stand it. up a similar way, Jessica. That was like very like. You can, um, I feel very in a way lucky that like by the time I started doing stand up, knew enough people from like UCB world yes. that, that had shows that I could just like do and, and didn't have to do a ton of like rando open mics because those are right. can be such hell. I don't think I ever really did one to be honest. I did, I did it to do it. And then I was like, oh, this is not for me. My way is just doing a bunch of shows. And it made, it definitely made the process longer because unfortunately, stand-ups are very much like, well, I haven't seen you, so you must not be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I realized, like, lately that's been my greatest weapon is being underestimated, and I really, yes. really enjoy it. And I now understand that it's like a cloak of protection because people will siphon less from you when you're underestimated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like energy wise. And that's now it's my favorite thing to like, yeah. go to honestly, like I'm horny for being treated poorly and then doing <laughs> really, really, really well. And then that whole, like watching the um, damage control that happens after is like, Oh my God. Have a- Isn't that it. so crazy? They're There's like, nothing what like are you you're doing? They're like, you're doing a song. Okay. Um, okay. Whatever. And then afterwards yeah. they're like, Hey, that was like, actually cool you're like what's your handle yeah yeah, yeah. i've been following you for two years yeah responding to (laughs) that is so real it is um it's a bizarre world i feel like it was so magical though i'd been in new york a couple years but had no idea about like the alt comedy scene or whatever and then Mm -hmm. i feel like when it's when i started meeting people i was like oh my god i can't believe this all exists i felt so lucky right right um yeah i remember mitra and i wanted to try stand up and we were so nervous Mm-hmm. And we made ourselves go to a mic in the UCB East. And we were literally, yeah. I'm not kidding. Both of us were like holding a, a PBR. Like we both said one <laughs> word and we're like, thank you. Like did a horrible. It was, but I had to like yeah. break the seal with someone because I was so scared. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you're so fucking funny. So funny. So funny. Uh, yeah. It was so I, nice. Um, I just I, saw her show in LA and it was like, I haven't seen her do a solo set in so long. I was like dying. I've never seen her stand up, but I am obsessed with, with the things that she says and <laughs> loved, 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 loved human resources. I was oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I love it too. <laughs> I was really, really into all um, the hidden gems. Yeah, that show was really funny. I, so then my question is like, as so as you were in New York, you know, mm-hmm. going to school, finding your stand-up voice, what was happening interpersonally? Like, were you in love? Were you dating? Were you out and about? What was your vibe? I want to hear about the spiritual journey too. Okay, so when I first started stand-up, I was, I had like just come out. So I was mm-hmm. kind of feeling myself as a, as a baby queer. Yeah. Um, yes. And I did end up meeting someone And I was, and that love and that tenderness really made me feel safe enough to say it with my full chest. Like, I want to be a stand-up. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And it was the first time I, I, because I don't really, uh, I don't really do relationships. Like, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm a bit of a loner. So it was the first time in a long time that I, shared like my intimate space and I really had like a level of intimacy and support mm-hmm. that I'd never had before. And um, that met with a lot of, I was focusing a lot on, I basically started to realize like in the end of my improv days that a big uh, fraction of my time needed to be spent alone, even though that felt scary because before yeah. it was spent in like, very codependent friendships where I was very supportive. You know, like I had so many girlfriends before I had an actual fucking girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I supported oh. so many straight women. I bet. And, um, I realized like, oh, I need to spend more time by myself and be honest with myself about what it is that I was asking for. Because for the longest time I'd be like, you know, I, I'm not really a part of the scene. Like, I don't really care. Like, I'm not really about mm-hmm. that life. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit out here and audition and wait. Because uh, when I first came to New York, we were all like, I auditioned for Hair the Musical after I like spent the night outside the public. Like oh I was doing, God. I was like doing open calls and stuff like that. And um, I mean, now I realize those things are a joke, but we can unpack that later. Wait, um, yeah, <laughs> I have a question about when you when you um 
came out, how old were you, if you feel comfortable saying? Um, I do. I think I was like 27 or 28. Cool. And, and had you date? Had, had you been in relationships before? With no, like men? I, no one was associated like- with my coming out. I, because I was working on myself, I got to the point where I was very much like respectfully to my parents. I do not as hurtful as it would be if you guys never speak to me again or you don't support me. I know that I will be okay. Yeah. And I yeah. basically came out to my parents by saying, you know, I respect you and love you guys too much to not tell you the truth about who I am. Just uh, a bit of a manipulative cycle. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, got did, <laughs> it was the truth. It was like, I love myself and you. So I'm going to tell you the truth. And, yeah. Uh, it, it was like, my, my mom had a bit of a hard time with it just because she was like, I asked you your whole life and you kept telling me no. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you're my mom. You fucking knew. Like what? Yeah. I wasn't, like I wasn't ready oh to tell God. you. Um, yeah. Were you raised religiously? Huh? Were you raised religiously? No, I wasn't. I mean, my parents gave us church as an option and we okay. went, but it was never, uh, I was, I would say I was raised religiously because I was in Panama city, Florida, which is the Bible belt. And you can't drive more than two minutes without hitting a church. So it was all around, oh my God. but it's I, tough. I was just, I don't know. I, I think I was um, so caught up in, in other people's experiences of me and so overcrowded by society that I hadn't even really taken the time to realize, like, I don't even know who I am. I'm so yeah. overstimulated by, and I think once I started spending a lot of time by myself and um connecting back to my history and like my ancestors I realized like oh my god I'm fucking gay getting spend too much time alone yeah. <laughs> and you'll get pretty gay yeah and um, also getting more involved in my own like black culture because gayness and all that is very very indigenous um so yeah that's yeah. That. So you're Aquarius Sun. What are what are the Moon and Rising? What are we working? I'm with? Aquarius Sun, Virgo Rising, which is why this worked. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm a Pisces Moon. Oh my Wait, god! I have a Do you know that I'm Virgo Moon, Pisces Rising? Wow! 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 I only know artists. my main. I only know my main is Scorpio. But um, <laughs> we gotta get you. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure David Odyssey or Ruby knows your others. I know. I think they do. Yeah. I think they do. Um, so then, who did? How did you meet this woman who, who was your first relationship? Who rocked your world? Who canonically rocked, rocked your world, man? Um, <laughs> I I met her because she was on a solo trip to New York. Oh my god! From from uh, Vancouver, Canada, and I oh, thought, really? yeah, <laughs> I thought, oh wow, this will be really easy, like hump and dump. It was yeah. very <laughs> casual. But we just, we like had a great friendship. We had great friend chemistry. Um, and we dated for like, we just recently uh, broke up back in January, which is so oh, hard. Oh, wow. That's really oh, wow. Yeah, it's so heartbreaking. But we did. Oh, have, God. We did have a great, we had a great ride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and wait, I so what was How many years was that? Years. Almost, almost. Four. Damn. Yeah, almost four. Almost four. How are you feeling wow. now? I feel good. I feel really okay. good now. Obviously, I was devastated. And there's a lot of time and place that 
and healing that has to happen. That is so like growth healing. I used to always think that I, it would be easy because you've grown, right? So you're at a higher place, you're in higher healing. Uh, and that is not the case. You still will lose things that you really, really want, even though they're not good for mm. you and you know it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel good now, but it was hard. Oh. It yeah, was did you? Why do you think it ended? And did you live together? No, we didn't live together. Um, I think it ended because, <laughs> truthfully, I think it ended because you outgrow people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it ended the way it ended because it's hard to say that you've just like outgrown someone and it's time to move on it's easier to like villainize people and say like you did this 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 and this um and yeah it's it's much easier it's it's much easier to just villainize than to just be honest and be like we've come at a crossroads and we like the directions that each one of us need to go is not in the same direction. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. And you're right. It like it still is such a success. But yeah. It feels in the moment. So I'm like, that was three years of my life. Like, what have I been doing? Yeah. And it's like, no, a lot. I did a lot during that. Right. Time. Oh, right. And you know when you when you first break up, you just want to be like, <laughs> like about the. <laughs> yeah, kind of exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is, it's like. That's all you're also being mean to yourself when you do that, because like, what about your taste? What about your trusting your instinct? And I, yeah. you know, I trust in my instinct and I feel good about the choices that I made. Um, yeah, it's so hard not to be mean to yourself. It really, really is. I mean, oh, it's my like God. Greatest Almost everything you do, you realize you're being absolutely cruel to yourself. Oh, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, um, oh, but how do you stop yourself from being so mean to yourself? Because I all day, the way I talk to myself, I'm like, it's horrible. I would never say that to my friend. I I got really um I started this practice, which didn't end up being something that I could sustain, but it really broke through, which is I would write like all the mean things that I thought um Whoa. in my morning pages. And then I would look at the mean things and then write an affirmation that was like a direct, like the vaccine mm. for the mean thought. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. Um that <laughs> okay. is- She's, I was like the vaccine. Like, she's, being biased, she's being biased. And... Towards us. She's being biased towards <laughs> us. Um, wait, I, do you do artist way? Do you do artist way? I did. I did do artist way, which is why I still have the morning pages practice. Yeah, yeah. But now my morning pages practice is more morphed into just that. Like I always have a sacred morning, and I have to understand the fact that I have ADHD. So everything I do has to be in flow because yeah. I also am really good at just being ashamed. Like. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm so stupid. I can't even keep up this practice for X, Y. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, it, that's not who I am. Sometimes my morning pages is abstract drawing. Sometimes my morning mm-hmm. pages is listening to Rent the Musical and dancing my little ass off. Yeah. Like, it's giving that sounds amazing. time to be weird, really. Is, Do you wake up the same time every day? I need to have sacred mornings. Yes. Um, Badly. I, I uh, do and I don't. So I have like, if I have a night of shows, I mm-hmm. uh, just turn off my alarm and I wake up whenever I wake up and I do the same. Yeah. I do the Great. same thing every morning, which is like I, the minute I wake up, I shove all of my pillows 
underneath my belly and I sit in child's pose for like five minutes and breathe. Oh my God, heaven. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I shove all my pearls down my throat the second I wake Inside up. Inside my I get absolutely lit as fuck. Yeah, I sit um, and I breathe because I, for the longest time, would wake up panicked. Like I forgot something oh. and like I was late. So I yes. need I need that breath to remind myself like actually nothing has happened yet today, Jess. Like nothing has That's- happened. Literally, so it's not into that because I've been waking up literally so depressed every day, literally oh, yeah. so miserable. Like, so, you know, like- I have to say, Pat, I think that my I just upped my Prozac mm-hmm. like a few like about a month ago, and I actually feel like, oh, it finally kicked in. Like, I've been feeling, yeah, just like a little bit of the edges come off. But it's funny you say that because I feel like it is really hard when you're in a couple to make the morning sacred, but mornings are so sacred, right? Yeah, and so I've been trying to be like, hey, like, I'm just gonna get up at eight no matter what. Yeah. And like start my day. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah. Brian's like, how different. do you like go for it? You know, but it's hard because um, it's hard. The mornings were hard for me when I was in a relationship because when I am in love, I can be really like self-sacrificial. Mm-hmm. And I was with someone who needed a lot and wasn't afraid to ask for a lot, but sometimes it would feel like it was a bottomless pit. And then I would feel bad about saying something. And um, I don't want to throw any signs under the bus, but I will say it was a triple water sign situation. Mm. No, what does that mean? What does that mean? Like every single sign was a water sign. But like, what what are those water signs? I do feel water signs are very like, it, unlike any other sign, immediately able to release a feeling. Sometimes yeah. not like, sometimes it's a s- superficial feeling that's covering mm-hmm. up another feeling, which tends to, the superficial feelings tends to happen more with Scorpio, Scorpios because your water signs like, but inside of a shell. With like Scorpio, a hard surface. Wait, Scorpio's water sign? Yeah. I'm always Scorpio is a, is a cancer with a stinger. LOL because I literally have always like assumed since an early age that the second I got born I started assuming that Scorpio was a fire sign just because it yeah, feels because like Scorpio, it should Scorpions have the power of fire by on their side yeah no and then but then even Scorpio when we were talking even when we were talking about signs earlier I almost said like did you know I never used to think that Scorpio is a, a, a ground or earth sign but it is and that would have been wrong too ultimately as interesting as that wait is. Jess do you know your Enneagram? Um, I do. I do. I have to. Oh, no. I just, you know. I wonder if you're a two. Um, because... I am like a two. I was like three things solidly. Um, <laughs> because my two boyfriend is a, a five. two. A two and a five. Okay. I'm trying to remember and what a five six? Is. Maybe. Hold on. Let me text my friend. And see. Uh, uh, we got to figure out. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What are you guys talking Enneagram's about? like another kind of like. Oh my god, there's too much. There's too much. I can't keep track. I can't keep track. But it's funny because the way you describe yourself in a relationship, that's like how my boyfriend is. He's like the helper type and he has to actively like stop himself from helping me all the time because I'm like, give me stuff. Give me, give me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a four. And if you read about a four, it's literally just like, you're a bitch. That's what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you're a huge bitch. It's yeah, like you take I, down everyone in your path. <laughs> I, I can be really uh, self-sacrificing. Uh, yeah. And it was... It was, it's hard to like find that alchemy too, because another thing you have to remember when you're in a relationship is that you're still an individual and you are still ultimately responsible 
for your own safety, your own security, and your own happiness and like all your emotions. Um, so yeah, that's it's so tricky. It's literally one of the hardest things in the world it's to like balance. It and you don't know you don't know when you're being selfish or when you're being reasonable or like there's just so much that can get like it sounds like so simple and then it gets so muddled in your head to the point where you like don't know if what you're saying is even fair to anyone. You know what I mean? Right. It's like Which is so- why having a morning is yeah. important. So important. Um it just allows me to untangle the web and be a little bit more objective about my day. Um, yeah. And now I, do, I don't write as much in the mornings as I used to. Uh, now I listen to um, uh, like a, it's not music. It's like um, a so like a frequency. Music. Yes. I listen I to love a that frequency shit. for 10 minutes and I chant this, this um phrase that my um Eva gave me and that's that's my morning and it's really i just realized this morning that the chant i've been chanting the same thing but i feel like things are opening up for me in my life and it sounded completely different in my ears and i like opened my eyes and looked around and my cat was like looking at me like we both felt it we we're like wow <laughs> your cat was mouthing like well, it's really different it's really moon. different Wait, just flower moon tonight. Wait. Oh yeah, uh, last. Oh my god, that. What the just, moon? Go ahead. Oh sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The moon last night was crazy. It filled my whole apartment with light. Oh. Um, Where do you live? We can bleep it. I'm just curious. I feel like I I need to move to Brooklyn just because I'm I do shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does sometimes feel like a nice little protection, and, and it does feel like a little detox. Like okay, I'm out of the scene. The scene is not my life. Yeah. Like, but I am getting a little over the hour and a half commute. Oh, is that what it is? See, yeah, I always crazy. feel like if you live on those like red trains, like at the end of the day, like it's still, you can, it can still be pretty quick. The problem is all the good venues now are off like the R or the J. Oh and my God. Oh yeah. I mean, to get back to the, two it's two. all good. Gowanus. Yeah. If you're going to Gowanus, you're almost never going to be happy. What's off the J? Uh, the mood ring, um, mm-hmm. all the, which is like, yeah, all the bars that I'm still willing to do bar shows in because they bring gotcha. like really good crowds and or they pay like 150 bucks if you perform. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I I uh, I also would love to be by Coastal. I need a backyard. Do you like Los uh, Angeles? Do you like Los Angeles, California? No, I never did. Are you, like, Jess, are you leaving us? Are you leaving no, us? No, <laughs> I'm not. Um, I never did. And then I went and I stayed with um, my friends, Taylor and Holmes. And they, they lived in Highland Park, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where uh, I it's love nice. it over there. I that's where someone I know loves. And I like L.A. I like L.A. And not for industry. I like L.A. because nature is so accessible. Nobody told me you could see the mountains. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, I know, it's heaven. And the hikes that I went on and the neighborhood walks that I went on. I thought, oh, like. I could live here and not have an industry job. Like but can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Can I tell you something? There's a crazy <laughs> amount of hills there, and you're always walking up a hill no matter what. No matter what you do, you're walking up yeah. a hill. I didn't, and, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind. I'm, 
I don't mind mm-hmm. walking it's up because Pat loves to run love, so fast. Which I don't mind running up a hill. I don't. The last thing I mind is running up a hill. Just I love to run up a hill when it's called for. But it's like you know, it's hard running down a hill. Bad for the knees. Well, it's just like the, the the way that LA will have a hill. Like it's almost like oh, this hill for one doesn't necessarily need to be here. And then yeah, my two, thing was driving on these hills. I'm like, how do you park? Like, yeah. how, oh, how are you parking? Please. No, no, no. When please. when people, and then I'll yeah, see, when a house is on a certain kind of hill that's literally a 90 degree angle, I want to knock on the door and be like, ma'am, like, how are you doing it? How are you making <laughs> it work? House is tilted. It's on the side. Yeah, I'm like, ma'am, your house is going to fall over because of being crooked. Excuse me, your house is on the side. Like, Excuse, <laughs> me. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Like, ma'am, your house is on the side. You want me to help you? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I've been struggling with with Los Angeles. But I think it's so funny whenever I go, I also, like, or I guess that's what you were saying, but separately then I have such a flip floppy relationship with it where one day I'll be really like, oh, this is cool. I could see myself here. And then one day I'll be like, literally get me on the first helicopter out of here. Like I need to leave. But I feel like there's this trend now of comics that um, are just straight up bi-coastal. Like they're here a little bit, they're in LA and that, that I can, that I can really, really live behind because let's be real. New York will always have my heart. This, mm-hmm. this this city was my first partner. Like I yeah. love it here. It was so magical. I'll never forget all the little touch of magic moments that this city has given me. And I think I did get a I did get a little um I did forget about it a little bit in the pandemic because I never went out. Yeah. Yeah. But now like being back out, I'm like, fuck, I remember I just remember how excited I was when I first the city never. Oh, it's, the best. it's never felt that magical to me for some reason. I've never been. <laughs> I've never been too. Put it en- in the vent. Put it in the vent. I've diagram. never been so enchanted with it for some reason. I've never been so enchanted since. Since where are you enchanted by? Because you like, like Arizona. I I think I would be enchanted by upstate. I would be enchanted by. I love Wichita. that's my goal. I think more like rural areas can enchant me sometimes, or like I just don't like being all on top of like. Everything. You know, I think the key, I need I think the key would be, out. you know, it would be so perfect, Jess, if you had a friend who also wanted to be bi-coastal and you guys could share the two places. That's what I've been kind of sniffing around is seeing other comedians that live by themselves in LA mm-hmm. doing a little thing. Um, I think, uh, have you ever been um, to like the Pacific North Coast? Like, no, but I'm going there um, in June. I'm going to Seattle and Portland. I'm very excited. I'm doing shows okay. there. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like you'd like Portland. Yeah, I bet I would be enchanted by Portland. Yeah, I I actually, funny enough, when I got the call to audition for a shrill, I was, I had, I was in Portland and we had just left to drive up to the Washington State Peninsula and we were camping around there. And the thing, also Vancouver, you would love Vancouver. The thing that I forgot is that the Washington State Peninsula and Vancouver, they're all temperate rainforests. So you have these like- Oh, really? Yes, you have these incredible trees with all of this like rich moss life growing on them. Mm. And it, they look like portals to different, it, It's be- the nature is beautiful and these big juicy ferns on the forest floor that look like you're in Dr- uh, Jurassic yeah. Park. It, it's does so that funny. mean it's really humid? Just, yes. Yeah, but oh, really? but it's not it's like hot. Food. It can be yeah. humid, yeah. but it's not hot. You just a need lot to, of um, a lot of my favorite professional runners live in Portland, live and train and work in Portland. Okay. But um, what was I going to say? I um, 
it's so funny because like I don't I think I like nature but I'm also not an outdoors person like I don't like being outdoors but I also don't like <laughs> what do you not like sit. about being outdoors <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know where to sit <laughs> I don't like being outdoors I also don't like being indoors so it's kind of like where where does she go where does she go now where are we gonna put this once one you get a fat stack you need a cute little once you get a fat stack of money you need to buy yourself a cute little like airstream or camper so you yes. sit you can experience outside because that is that is as a fat person that enjoys the outdoors that is one thing i find really annoying is the accessibility is really bad yeah uh, and i feel like not everyone like i have a friend emily who could just like run barefoot and sit on rocks and be comfortable yeah, <laughs> like, i unless that rock is completely flat not cold like yeah with a little <laughs> bit of i'm not comfortable so totally. you just yeah it's about finding the right tools and there's so much stuff now that like you can you can figure out how how you can meet nature and nature can yeah isn't REI just absolutely incredible? Wait, it actually really is. Whenever I'm there, I'm like, I could be a whole new person. Yeah, there is, Um, this is like so, but like there is, and by this new PT I've been going to, like there was an REI. So for some reason, I always go in there after and it is like, the possibilities do seem endless there. A little I'm too friendly at the counters though, a little too chit chatty at the counters. I've never been like a super REI person. I just... For outdoor equipment, all of my stuff has always been like hand-me-downs. Like I'm always just hunting for what people buy and they usually overbuy what they need. And yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, I think I like, I think ultimately my idea, my ideal is like, I like to be inside, but then I could go outside for like truly 90 minutes and have an amazing outside experience and then be very much inside of a space. Yeah, you want like a cabin in the woods. Yeah, I guess like I in a way want little, like You want a house or would you would you be about a camper life? Mm, I think I want a house. Yeah. You want a TV and like a big house. Yeah, a TV so and a big house. When I was day. I went to school in Colorado for two years. And oh, really? Thing, oh, my God. Yeah, amazing. The thing that I would do for every birthday and like any occasion or each time I had any extra cash was rent a cabin out in the mountains. And I, I was like with a hot tub. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. With a hot. Um, wait, we're in Colorado. Did you go to school? Oh my god! I went to school in this place called Greeley, Colorado, and it is literally the town that South Park is like mimicking. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fame it, to fame. Yep, it's a dairy farm town uh, where, and it smells terrible because every Thursday they would boil all the pigs. I mean, all the cows' no. blood. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 They would uh, boil the Then it would get scary because you get used to it, so you never smell it. And then shut the fuck. Yeah. Oh and then my parents would come and be like, Jessica, what? <laughs> it smells like now? boiling blood. But you have to clean your room. It. it smells like boiling cow's blood. <laughs> it's, it's it's really like manure on fire. Oh my like god! What it smells I'm never like. going there. I'm never going I'm there. Not going. Stop inviting us there. It's, you go there because there. it has that school, the University of Northern Colorado, has a really good um, musical theater fine arts program. Oh, Aisha Jackson, who is who was playing. Oh yeah. Um, she was. Uh, we went to school together. Like she's from oh, that amazing. program. They had. They have some of the best, best singers. Um. Uh, I'm okay. Let me be good. I don't want to get shady about <laughs> about how rude some of the professors are, but they have some of the oh best. Oh my gosh! 
They have some of the best. So you're telling me there's a whole there's a whole group of singers it's... walking around New York City who know about the smell of boiling cow's blood. Oh yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They have amazing voices um, to prove it. Is it um, out? Is it altitude there? Yeah, you have a little bit of altitude, but you really um, like I when I got there, I think I got there on 420, and I fucked up. I thought I could keep up with everyone. And oh my God. I'm like a four foot bong uh, at this house uh, called grandma's house. Everyone lived in houses. They named them. That's uh, cute. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think, where is everybody? Actually, one of my uh, best friends that lived in grandma's house is now she's in birthday candles on Broadway. Um, oh, cool. oh my God. I, was, I have to see like a Broadway show soon. I haven't I know, seen it in I, do, I haven't. I used to go all of the time, like get the the TKTS like cheap. Ticket. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never understand how to do that. I'm always like, do I sit on this bleacher? I don't think I remember on? how to play the game anymore. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, going to see a play Thursday. What are you seeing? Um, it's called Which Way to the Stage. It's a play Ooh. with Max Jenkins. You know him; he's really funny. Um, I heard it's really amazing. I'm excited. It's I think it's at MCC. Ooh. My brother got the tickets. I don't know. Um, anyways, anyways, wait. So to finish our arc, Jess, who are you now? Who am I now? Now mm-hmm. I'm I'm like an imperfect alien, but I'm okay with like not being right, or I'm more okay with not being right, and I'm more okay with understanding <laughs> that life is kind of I don't know. I have way more gratitude, less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my gratitude used to be like please give me this and I'll be so grateful. Don't mm. feel my gratitude of like what I need from you universe. And now I am just more grateful for the little things, which I know yeah. is cheesy, but it's like, it's who the fuck I am. Yeah. Do you, live, <laughs> do you live by yourself? I do. That's heaven. Do you it, love it? Your place seems really nice. There's I like love it. Sunlight coming onto the plant like in the background. Uh, yeah. Really cool. I, I love it. Uh, there's actually a grow light because it's on... It, that's, oh. where, that's my kitchen. there's an artificial sunlight coming onto the plant that's my kitchen but the window this way that's my view oh cute oh, shit. oh my god that's so nice that's so rare for new york to have all that i sky. know right and i it's an eastern facing apartment so the sunlight comes in early in the morning in a really beautiful way and i actually almost every morning i'm like i'm really grateful for this Oh, um, isn't that the best? Oh my god, yeah, yeah, your mornings. I'm so jealous of your mornings. I know you're you're really inspired. If I could have a morning like you, I think that um yeah, I think everyone should have a really sexy, romantic morning. Yeah. Sometimes you wake it's up so though, hard, it's like, I feel like I always wake up five minutes before my first call and then I'm like, fuck, okay. I can't like, do uh, that. I get so, so mad. But I have I used to I used to get so mad and then I would have shame the rest of the day and beat myself up. But now I'm way more flexible where I'm like, okay, so now the rest of the day, I'm just going to try and find an opportunity that's 10 minutes mm-hmm. that where I like chant or I just sit or I talk to my cat. Like sometimes I just yeah. sit down and look at Mezzi and talk to him. Oh, See, I wake up and I'm like with a desperation in my eyes. Like I need answers. You sleep with I need- your phone. <laughs> I, um, I, my phone is charging near me, but I actually don't even necessarily reach for it first. I don't like. You went back, so that's like, but that's like my other problem is like, yes, I'm addicted to my phone, but I'm also addicted to not being on my phone where I like block out the outside world. Like no yeah. one can get me, no one can get me, no one can get me. So usually I wake up in the morning as though I'm being like, it feels like a mob of people are chasing me with pitchforks. I need to like literally hide under a couch or something. And then I kind of like wait until the first thing is going to come, but like dread it. And no matter how you know much time I, I have. 
you know what I started? My my best friend, shout out to Jordan McClendon, MD. Shout out. Jordan. Um, she's a naturopath. And she got me on this thing called Cordaline, which is like an all natural Xanax. And I take half of it before. Well, I she was the one too telling me that I was waking up in panic attacks. I was like, I don't know. I wake yeah. up in the morning and my chest hurts. Like it's mm. tight. And I feel like I forgot something and sometimes I'm sweating. She's like, okay, that's a panic. <laughs> <laughs> and I would take half of it. And I, re- I realized it started working because I would start waking up some mornings just without a feeling just i woke yeah. up yeah imagine um, but the, the borderline is wake really, up without a feeling. Really, really good it's like i think a thousand milligrams of ashwagandha which is a mood stabilizer i'll um, poop what i never know like what i'm allowed to wow you know you know sometimes with. i'll literally wake up so i i wake up and i have fingernail prints in my palm I'm going like because this. i'm all night isn't that psychotic no i i i have that too or like oh, my God. whole hand will be asleep because I had like my fist on my chest, like yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh you know, we're all just like surviving. Try <laughs> the cordaline. The cordaline, really, really. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. Is that C O R cordaline? Yeah. You know how you, you know how you okay. could remember it. It's like the movie Coraline, but with a T. And yes, yes I never saw that movie, but I remember the commercials. Um, Let me ask you this, Jess. What's your dream? Who do you want to be? My dream um, is I, I want to be myself, but I know that I, I guess I don't ever, my dream is to never lose curiosity about growth. Mm. I don't want to become, so I don't want a, my trauma to cement me into being a, a certain type of person. I want to keep my curiosity and I want to be someone um, that. I, I know, like, I want to be able to look at my life and say, like, I showed up for myself. Yeah. I showed oh, up for myself. Damn, yeah. I was my my own knight in shining armor. Um, I'm, like, going to cry. I know. I want that too. I want to be my, <laughs> my ancestors' wildest dreams. Like, one day I know, like, when I die. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. I For the day that I die, like, I want to look back and see all the people that I came from and see myself in them and see us together. Like that's. Oh my God. You're literally. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm getting emotional too, but that's like. so beautiful. It's so so refreshing to hear that too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Definitely. And and I'm like, okay, so do you think the acting path or the writing path? (laughs) (laughs) So I are New York, (laughs) dad. So who's your, are you a CAA or do UTA? Oh, okay. <laughs> or do you do UTA? Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's oh, that's so, oh yeah, that's my dream. Um, um, you, for for the record, I'm with WME. Shout out to Katie. She's an amazing. <laughs> oh my God. I love her. I love yes, her. Yes. And I love her. I'm, I'm with Sam Safer and she's a wonderful, weird manager. Okay. Incredible. And I feel Shout grateful. Out. Shout out. Yeah. It's hard to find people who understand like I'm I'm like a balloon on a 80 foot leash with like one tiny crystal grounding it, <laughs> <laughs> making sure that it does it completely. And it's hard to find people that understand that like I am like up here, but I, I have a little bit of grounding. Like yeah. you got to I'm picturing how tiny the crystal is. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta You're move like, from really there, really and if you come up too close, you'll spook me, and I'll pop. So I have to, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's um, a dream to really 
yeah, just show up for myself. Because I, I really have, like, it's hard. It's it really seems like you really hard. are, though. You have so many good, like, things in place. That, I like, know, you have so many good practices yeah. and, like, perspective well, on reality. you know, not to, um, I mean, I, I guess I can talk about it because it, it passed. But I, um, it got passed on. I was, like, going to star in a, in a TV show, and I was so overwhelmed mm-hmm. by because I, I was still working on myself, but I was in a relationship and it, it occurred to me like how much time and effort I had put in this relationship and I hadn't put in myself. And I was like, fuck, these are things, these are sort of mantras that need to be solidified and put into place before you break into the industry. Because once you're there, it's there's like absolutely no method to the madness and yeah. not to use an improv metaphor, but if you do not have a strong baseline reality, we'll get pulled <laughs> in to the craziest fucking scenes and not know which way is up. And, and that became yeah. really apparent. Like I was overwhelmed. Like, Oh my God, I still, I still need, I still have like very impulsive connected to trauma money issues. And those things are not going to go away by me making more money. Totally. I, the stakes are just going to be higher and I'm going to destroy more things. <laughs> like you know, now it's like, Oh yeah, my rent is late because I decided I needed to buy like six plants, which I, I'm not, I don't really, um, I'm still am that person, but I understand now when I like go to do those impulsive behaviors, it's cause I'm like fucking sad or right. an emotion that I don't want to sit with. Yeah, you don't need to, like, beat yourself up more for it. You know what I mean? You also never know, because sometimes these things come back around and, like, nothing's ever gone or real, I feel like. Yeah. 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 You never have have something, but you also never don't have it, if that makes sense. Right. So, wait, before we go, does that – does anyone have a crush of the week? Crush of the week? Oh, I will say, you know, I we haven't recorded an episode since Real World New Orleans Homecoming started. I watched the entire original, and now I'm watching Homecoming. Oh. And my two crushes are, I, I mean, my the world was back. So they're doing like Paramount Plus. Thank you. Is doing okay. this thing where they're like reuniting casts from like you know 25 years ago, and they okay, stay wow. for two weeks. I, so it's fun. been really fun. But um, they're doing New Orleans right now, which for something about New Orleans has such a personal on certain people mm. who like it it's like so th- there's a, there's a fandom of that season that for some reason is so specific Wait, is new orleans with the roommate that would make her eggs a certain way and somebody no. her eggs which way they- i'm sorry which way i need to know which way he I, I mean it's why i cooked my eggs the way i cooked my eggs for years she would do um two <laughs> egg whites and then half of one egg yolk oh my god no i don't wow think, no i don't think that was New I would Orleans. never they have a hot tub in the, the back. Oaks. Well, they all they all have hot tubs. Okay. They almost all have hot tubs. But I remember New Las Orleans, Vegas, I think. Yes. You fight? might be thinking of we which fight was Las which fight was in Las Vegas. I just remember somebody getting like like a, a dress ripped. Yeah, I, Las Vegas was like a really that was kind of a turning point season when it moved. There was like I think like seasons 1 through like maybe not like maybe vague um new orleans were very like social commentary like real documentary like this is young america yeah and then with like new orleans they start i mean um with um vegas they started shifting into more like jersey party Shore. part yeah jersey short type and um yeah but whatever but anyways so my, my questions are danny from real world new orleans and melissa from real world new orleans um both 
of which I think have um, shaped me and made me who I am today. Okay, I have to I have to look at it because I need to see if I watch this show. I need you to know should. who the egg girl is. The egg girl, for some reason, I have no idea why I'm thinking of Tina from Paris. Because um, I remember there was a scene where CT kept showing her different ways to make eggs. But um, but Tina I don't know. Tina from Paris. I remember this Julie Stouffer or whatever. Yeah. So she's unfortunately went truly off of the deep end. And um, it's... Uh, she, she definitely was in, in 2000, like... Who MTV wanted to be like the star of the show? She was the the, the season ended on a literal interview between Joy and um, like Larry King because she was a Mormon and she was ultimately kicked out of BYU for going on the show. And mm. she was like, "Yeah, remember her? Yeah, she was very memorable. Melissa is like hysterically funny, um, and she's gotten in a lot funnier event. And then Danny was the gorgeous gay man who was dating." Um, he was dating a person in the military whose face had to be blurred out because it was like, don't ask, don't tell. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you for letting me like. Of course. He was course. not going to really. Real world is my favorite thing to talk about besides. um, No, besides nothing. Besides nothing. My, my crush of the week is Ryan O'Connell for letting us uh, stay in his yeah. beautiful house in LA. I have to say having that house and staying there with you like made me like I feel, LA for a while. Yeah, I feel like guilt or something. Like, he I is hope- being in a house, a good totally. house. Yeah. Totally. I hope we left it clean enough. That's, is that why, you that's why I'm feeling scared and go. But I did really I work towards like Making, make, I left you there. To I know, but I, you know, I have shame on my own trash. So I was like definitely trying. I took the trash out. The only thing is I took the trash out and then it wasn't, hadn't been taken in the next day. I hadn't been taken. Whatever. Well, you know, you know the what? trash situation is weird. <laughs> I, I, the trash situation is weird. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so I don't understand how it's my disgusting up. trash. People were leaving trash, like true, like um, their trash bins, like truly in the middle of the road where I was like, okay, I hope they come and get this soon or else like no one's going to be able to drive down the street, but whatever. Right. Anyways, that's my crush. <laughs> Ryan and his crush. Anyways, Jess, do you have a crush of the week? Um, do I have a crush of the week? Mm, no. That's okay. You don't have that's to. That's a beautiful that's answer. That's literally a beautiful answer. <laughs> but I do, I am watching, um, like rewatching Atlanta at the moment. And oh. I have been like very um, mentally horny for mm. the mind that would create a show like Atlanta. Totally. That's a perfect crush of the week. Yeah. Totally. So I guess mind. it can be it can be person place thing. Idea, yeah, that, so yeah, um, I'm, I'm like horny in the mind for people who have like big thoughts. So I would <laughs> say yeah. yeah. Cool. My thoughts are like notably small. My thoughts <laughs> are like very about like me and only me and this much. It's like um, tiny tiny Oh, actually lives. wait. Um, who am I kidding? My crush of the week is just Tom after their show. Uh, Oh. So good. Oh, really? Where was the show? I want to see it. So good. I cried. I literally cried. Well, it, where did they do it? Oh, my God. They did it at the Bell House. But what it was so moving for me is the growth and the commitment and consistency and obviously love that Jess had to have had for being who they are and being in this game for 10 fucking years. And they started their show with a with a clip of them. I think it like... QED or someplace like that. Oh and my god! Wow. In, in a hat, like kind of cocked to the side. Like, oh my god! <laughs> giving total like kind of skateboard lesbian, and 
And it, there's wow. uh, everyone, everybody that's having butterfly moments too. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like I, love <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. And um, do you guys do feel hot today? I uh-huh. don't because I feel not funny. I, I'm so I feel like I haven't been being funny this whole morning. I'm like stressed You've out. You're perfect all morning. I'm stressed I, out I, about I, it. I feel hot and powerful. I'm like violently on my period, but I feel hot <laughs> for the fact that I'm like, yeah, I'm violently on my period and what? I love that feeling. I haven't had my period. In so- my my periods are all irregular and fucked up, so I like never get it. Oh my when god! I do I feel like so incredible i'm like hear me roar the thing i wanna hear the thing that's oh i just was seeing that in the shower (laughs) that's so crazy has been happening with my period that used to never happen is that it's just so heavy it used to just be like and i get so puffy before now i look like the like i'm like puff 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 and then i finally (laughs) and it's a storm (laughs) it's a massacre don't you love when it's like chunky i love when it's chunk oh really I, I feel like, like no. oh, this is gonna be a little TMI, but whatever. You maybe edit it out. I don't know. But I love when it's. Like, I just asked if you loved when it was chunky, so I don't think it would be TMI at this point. I love when it's like a good solid liquid because I pour that into my plants. As no, not like as fertile. Wow. So next so time really somebody gets like a plant from me, they're gonna be like, thanks. I'm like, That's it's beautiful. You know, magic. we have to plug. <laughs> We have to plug a friend of the pod, Chloe Caldwell's book, The Red Zone, all about her periods and intense Ooh. PMDD. A great book. Ooh. Check it out. Anyways, um, I do feel anyways. I randomly do feel hot because I because I spent all weekend being a hermit and like got a lot of sleep. And so I feel oh, like I love that. I love. Oh, my God, I, I love sleep. It's the first time in my life. Like, I, I even had to resist the urge to like make a plan for like a dinner or what I was like, no, I'm not doing a single thing until I'm in the moment. Yeah. Sometimes I need the space to be able to just, I call it like be in flow, mm-hmm. just be in oh. flow and like be a wild woman. Like I need to be in flow. Yeah. I need to be in flow desperately. I'll tell my friends that they'll be like, what do you do? Do you have any plans this weekend? I will say like, no, I don't have any plans, but I need to be able to do whatever I want this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Such a good feeling. Yeah. All right, we all we all need to be in flow this coming week. Um, are you guys before we mad go, at me? Are you guys that mad I've at me? Been, Jess, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? No. Jess. No. Okay. Okay, Pat, are you mad at me? Uh, no, I'm not. We either. have to check in after the we, podcast. We always check in to see like who's mad at who, like what's going on. No, I'm not like, mad at you. Had a good time. Are you mad at me because I haven't been like? Funny, no, I'm really? grateful for you guys in this time on the pod. I, also, no, we'll I'm talk, so I've grateful been, for you. I've been wanting to be on this pod forever, and then I finally was like, I will be, and then literally like two. Are weeks you serious? Ago, I'm not really? even kidding. I would always look and see and be like, so and so. You know how you do that? You're like so and so. Yeah, yeah. I want to do it next. I want to do it next. And oh then my god. Realize that 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 oh is my not the energy of receiving. And then I was like, it's so happen. funny. Oh my God, I love doing you. It's always heaven. I love when I get to a show on your lineup because you crack me up so much. Oh, thank you. I know. Thank you. This oh, I have a show made. I, so I don't know when this comes out. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, what do you want to talk about? Maybe even tomorrow. Okay, yeah. great. I have a show May 29th at, um, at Union Hall. Follow me on Instagram for it's like my little solo show. Or I'll be Incredible. doing it. Incredible. May 29th. Incredible, Jess Henderson, make it happen. Thank you. Um, I love it. What What are you calling your solo show? Doing the work. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Amazing. Solo show names are so fun. Yeah. Um. All right. Thank you guys so right, much thank for listening. You so much. And um, live, laugh, laugh. love you guys. Bye.